1: Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop. And on MixLR.com backslash DT. I hope your morning's going well. Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora is hanging out with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time. And we appreciate you being here on the broadcast with us throughout the week. So we thank you for that. We thank you for your time. Thank you for your patience. We thank you for your appreciation and, and all the great things that you do. So... Thank you for all that you are bringing to the broadcast, and, and thank you for what you're doing here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, and thank you for what you're doing in the community as well, because there's a lot of great people that listen to this show, and I got to shout you all out, because you're all amazing, so thank you for the tremendous work that you do, and thank, for, thank you for all the positivity that you bring, and, and you know, there's so many good people out there in the world today. And we focus on all the bad people and all the bad things. And what are the bad people doing? Why are the bad people trying to hurt me? Focus on the good people. There's so many good people out there in the world today. And it's such a uh, such a beautiful thing. So focus on the good. Focus on what those people bring to your life. And be one of those good people that's bringing something to everybody else. So show that love and just be good to one another. So... Facebook was down again today. That was fun. Oh, it's still down. Oh, no, it's not. Is it down? Good old Facebook. Facebook sucks sometimes. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Did I say that? Because I meant it. But huh? I think it's working. It's kind of working. Oh, look, it's working. I think it's working. Who knows? It's always good when you pay like for an ad. Oh, my lord. What is going on with Facebook? So, yeah, on Twitter, there's a thing that says Facebook down. So, it'll show me my page, and then it'll say something went wrong, and then it'll ask me to log in, and then it'll show me my page again. People need to figure this out. They need to figure this out. I don't get it. But on today's show, very, very, very awesome opportunity coming up here in just a moment. Be speaking with Shamarco Thomas. Shamarco Thomas, former Syracuse defensive back, who is a defensive back right now for the. Denver Broncos and they just got a big time win so we'll hear from Shamarco Thomas in just a moment here on the broadcast and then in the second hour of the show we'll get into some NFL talk we'll talk about something awesome that happened to me yesterday and we'll get into the ingredients to success so we'll take a quick step aside for a fast break come back with Shamarco Thomas in just a moment.
0: This is a wake-up call fast break.
1: D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G lady
2: in historic Herald Square about Syracuse's favorite sports and entertainment venue, the Press Room Pub. With lots of room next to 450 parking spots, wash down their delicious nine-ounce burger for $9.95 with a variety of New York State brewed beers. TVs abound all throughout the location, including their 90-inch monster. Watch your game, enjoy Enjoy time with family friends, as well as bringing the kids to the playroom. The SU alumni party for every away football game is making headlines, as well as Robert Drummond, Syracuse football alum, and Dan Tatora's pregame show two hours before kickoff for every home game. Private parties available. As well, for as many as 300 people, come circulate at the Press Room Pub downtown Syracuse and visit PressRoomPub.com right now for more information. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513. Or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524.
3: Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that?
2: Joe, I'll help you find your dream home.
3: You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you?
2: Call me directly at 315-748-2524.
3: But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, gotta take one here, move it over there, do this, do that, are you gonna help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that, I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely, but they need to know your name, so give it one more time.
2: This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 305 748 2524.
3: Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down?
2: This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 305 748 2524.
1: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. It's an honor and a privilege to do what I do every single day, to speak with great people in the community, the community of this world, the community of, I mean, it could be anybody, anywhere, at any time. We have done interviews that have reached out locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally, and it is my honor and my privilege always to to speak with Shamarco Thomas, I respected him when he was here at Syracuse down in number 21. Had a lot of respect for how he went about the game. Every single play, he gave it his all. He would do that leap. He would do that Superman jump at you, and he would hit you as hard as he possibly could on every single play, and it's, it's that fight, it's that desire, it's that want to that has gotten him to where he is today, and I'm nothing but proud to have him on the broadcast, and it's always... A special moment when we get to talk with Shamarco Thomas. So, with that being said, Shamarco, the former Syracuse defensive back and current Denver defensive back, is on the show with me right now. Let's bring him onto the show. Shamarco, how you doing today? Good. Good morning. How you doing? Doing very well, man. And 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 first and foremost, why? Why? A minute into the game is the same as the final play of the game. You've given it your all. I'll never forget. There's one play at Syracuse in the dome that was by by the Syracuse sideline where a tight end caught a pass and you just jumped out like Superman. You put you you literally put your body out there. You put your head in danger. You put your neck in danger, and you just leapt to get after him and knock him down and. And I've seen that, and i felt that, and I respect that, because you, every single play, give your all. So, if you can, because it was a phenomenal answer, I want to make sure everybody hears is it, just why you play that way and and why every play to you is that last play. Man, like I said, it's gratitude.
4: You know, um, the, the ability of the guy i me to run the pass hit hard, and to play this game, actually, because there's a lot of people I want to play this game, and they in a the situation or just not be able to play the game. And, uh, I cherish those moments, you know. Stepping on that field, I always say I'm thankful. That's the first thing I do when I get on my knees. I say I'm thankful to God is because he gives me this ability. So when I get on that field, I'm going to show my gratitude by giving my all. You know, Even knocking myself out, like you said about it in the Pittsburgh game, you know. It's about putting my all for God and my teammates, and that's what I live by.
1: And you know, and, and on that play, and like you said, you know, it, 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 there was that was the play that that you did. You knocked yourself out on the field. You were down on the field, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Shamarco gives everything to every play, and he literally put his and I and that was you put your body on the line. You put it all on the line. You put your health on the line. You put everything there right on the field, and I just remember hoping to God first and foremost that you got up. But but it was you gave it all you gave you gave everything on that play and it was in the middle of the game and it and to me it's like it's plays like that that, that I feel like just really show your desire and your want to and the fact that you're not just playing for yourself.
4: Yes sir, thank you. I appreciate that. So,
1: so you go back to those days. You're in the Big East. You know you were before. You know Syracuse inside of the ACC. Just, you know, going back to those moments and those times when Syracuse was going to bowl games, you were on this team, you know, the majority of that time, and now the team is going to be heading back to a bowl game, and, you know, right now they're 8-3, and three. they have the chance to be 9-3, and three facing Boston College. How much have you paid attention to what Syracuse is doing now in this season as as they have gotten to a place this year that they haven't been in a very long time?
4: Oh man, it's definitely been amazing and a lot of historical season, bro. And uh, I'm happy for the coaches and the whole football team because, man, that, like I said, like you said, they're making it history. Uh, it's an honor to be an alumni and be a part. Of it. Like you said, we went to a bowl games, like Fiesta Bowl. I went there twice, and uh, that was an honor, you know, because we were losing when I first got there. And uh, being in the Fiesta Bowl, was a little bit elevated. But now you're seeing the growth of these young guys and. The leadership and how they first came in and how they are now, man. It's amazing to see that. And I'm, I'm a Syracuse and love up for life, so I'm bragging there and talk trash to all my teammates because, you know, as a Syracuse player, you get an NFL, they make on the, or the or Syracuse was a basketball team. Now you rank and they can't say that.
1: So definitely a proud alumni. I um, hope they get to 9-3 and, three and go to a bowl game and win, you know. So speaking here with Shamarco Thomas this morning, Syracuse Orange alum and defensive back currently for the Denver Broncos. So you're telling me that when, when you're on a team inside of the NFL and, and you come onto the roster, that they say to you, oh, you came from a basketball school. Is that is that typical for somebody to say?
4: Oh, yeah, every day, every day. You know, you get that every day. Syracuse was a basketball school, you know. So now I got the right in Syracuse now. They can't say nothing. <laughs>
1: So so what so how has this season been when you walk into the locker room? Have guys backed off? I mean, have you have you gotten the best of it the best of them, so to speak? I mean, what is life like now when you walk in there and the team is eight and three? Oh, I
4: can talk trash to anybody now, but they still don't back down, you know, they're still like, Oh, this is one year hit, one year old, you know, you still trash, still back. you know what I'm saying? They still don't keep going because they think it's only gonna be a year, but it's, it's they don't understand how much I'm embedded into Cersei, so at this moment I'm like a proud father. It's like a proud father moment <laughs> 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 to see your team booming this much and being on uh, top rankings and stuff like that. Because I as I was good as good as we was, we was never ranked, you know. And uh, it's definitely a proud moment to see these guys ring. So it's definitely a lot of trash talking. You know, of the Florida State guys and all that stuff. But <laughs> they hate me in the locker room.
1: So, so I, I got so inside of the uh, inside of the Denver locker room, you know. So you said like the Florida State guys, who are some, what you know, who are the ones that talk trash the most, or the teams that talk trash the most about Syracuse? Um you know, talking the trash about Syracuse. They talking to the trash
4: because they don't know how much from Syracuse. I'm real fire for Syracuse. So like my dude, he his uh, two dudes from Florida State, named Trey, and his dude named D Walk. They are uh, they went to Florida State and they always talk about I never got beat by Syracuse but I never got beat by Syracuse. That's so sure, that's they like a little get back come back and uh there's other guys who have like, been the smallest schools they be like oh, I know we definitely beat Syracuse if we did play D one teams we'll beat Syracuse so it's a lot of trash talk but right now we are at a level that they can't talk that much trash because Florida State is not looking good and them little schools can't play with them football right <laughs> now
1: and 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 Syracuse beat that. Florida State team, I believe thirty to seven inside of the Carrier Dome. So, so was that a good day for you at practice?
4: Great day. Amazing, day, amazing day, you know. But you know, them guys say, "Oh, that that was low. We got bad coaching and all this stuff." But every day you took a arrow."
1: Well, see, that's the thing. See, when somebody's giving you, when somebody's talking trash to you. And your team struggled in a game. You can't make an excuse. But then they'll come to you and go, wait, 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 wait. There was a bad coaching. There was a storm. I had a headache that day. I didn't get to drink my smoothie. You gotta get it. I mean, it's not what it was. So, you know that that's how it is, Shemargo. They're never gonna tell you that they that it was that that you won fair and square. They're gonna they're gonna tell you that you know coach got to the game and he was supposed to have a protein bar, but it wasn't in the locker room. <laughs>
4: Definitely. They definitely come with the
1: greatest pieces Speaking here with Shamarco Thomas, Syracuse Orange, defensive back, alum and a defensive back for the Denver Broncos right now. Your Broncos are it's it's kind of an enigma. They're started off the season strong, got you know, got a win over Seattle, got a win over Oakland, and then a four game losing streak, and then a win over Arizona and then losses to Kansas City and Houston, but now a win over Los Angeles, who's a playoff team right now. So just what you can say about the Broncos, we'll get back to Syracuse in a second, but the Broncos are four and six. The division is strong with the Chargers and the Chiefs leading the way. The Raiders obviously are struggling this season, but just what you can say about being on this Broncos team that never really goes away. It's, 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 not a team that's at the top of the AFC West, but it's a team that challenges and, and a team that was able to get a victory over the Chargers in Los Angeles on the West Coast traveling from the Midwest. So, you know, there there is this, this, this notion that people still can't figure Denver out this season. Man, honestly,
4: it's, it's the fight. You know, we got great leadership, you know, and, uh, and on our, our football team, like Emmanuel Sanders, Bob Kate Case Keenum and them, uh, and they keep us fighting, and I think that's the difference. You know, uh, the, you know the wins and the losses. You know, we had a four-game winning streak, but those games was close. It wasn't like we had one bad game against the Jets, but all the other ones were close. And our coach always, DJ, always tells us it's, it's all about fight, and I think that's what's making us different. We got a lot of talent, and these guys don't never give up. They don't never give up. I'm talking about from special teams to all of the defense, man, to the coaches. They never give up, no. They give us. The coaches give us their all, and we give them their all. So, man, we had the chips fall down on Sunday. So, the win this weekend was great, man. And our coach always speaks to us about, you know, every week and going one and zero in every play. You know, play play by play, man. Play in that moment, and I feel like that's what making a difference with the Broncos, man. We just try to live in those moments and just try to seize those moments.
1: I gotta ask you about a couple of my guys. Uh, I'll start with with uh, former SMU wide receiver Cortland Sutton. Man's got hands. I know he's a rookie this season. I know he's only got 23 receptions and and wasn't really targeted as much as when Demarius Thomas was there and obviously Emmanuel Sanders. But what can you say about Cortland Sutton? Have you gotten to go up against him at all in practice or just what you see from the young man? Because I've had nothing but respect for him through the ranks. Man, one of the
4: humblest, hardworking kids uh, I've seen, you know Freaky athlete, you know. I call him baby. We are, they call him baby uh, Calvin. You know, I've man. man, he was catching one a across. You know, it was all type of stuff, man. So that man definitely got talent, man. He works hard every day. He comes to work every day, and he goes hard. He's gonna be a special talent in this league for a long time.
1: So they call him Baby Calvin, Baby Calvin Johnson.
4: Yeah, I didn't know until it almost caught him in in up but he was out of bounds. But it's like. Man, how did he go get this ball? You know, because this ball is way out of bounds, and he's pressing out to get it. Yeah, he's got he's
1: got some tremendous tremendous hands. He just he's got an ability out there. The other thing that I wanted great size to speed. what'd you say?
4: I said great size of speed too.
1: Absolutely. And the other guy I wanna I want to give a shout out to, and I'll never forget what he said to me at ACC Media Day. He looks at me and he said, because I asked him why he came back to the school that he was at. And and you know I said why did you come back to NC State for your final season? And he said you know I prayed about it. You know God was God's important in his life. And he said one sentence that I'll never forget. He said I can't doubt God. And that is Bradley Chubb. That is the man oh, from yeah, NC State. So yeah, bring me into Bradley Chubb and what your thoughts are on Bradley. Man, he's one.
4: Of the, he's he's one of the funniest professional guys I've ever in my life. Man, he's not just like. I'm not saying like he's got a great sense of humour, man. Great humble guy comes to work. Like I say, he's a freak athlete. The things he does in the game is like, man, he's not a rookie, he's a sixty or seven year vet. And how humble
0: he is and how he carries
4: himself each and every day, man, He's amazing. Great guy, man. He's like he's a real cool dude, man. We always joke together each other every day and have fun, get around and stuff, but man, freak athlete, tough guy, smart, humble.
1: Speaking here with Shamarco Thomas, former Syracuse defensive back, current defensive back of the Denver Broncos. Jamarius Thomas, before the trade deadline, and whatnot, he leaves the team. He goes on to the Houston Texans, and then you play the Houston Texans right after that. You know, obviously you know it's a business. You know that things can change at any time. It's happened to you. It's happened to other guys throughout the NFL. What's it like to, to lose somebody who has such a big name on the team or who was supposed to be, you know, quote-unquote, the guy on the team? What's that like midseason to go through something like that and then have to face them a couple of days later?
4: Oh, definitely different some time. But, you know, it's the business. And I will Personally for me, when D T was closer than just, you know, just the bunkers, you know, we trained together, you know, we grew up brothership, he taught me how to be a pro and all that stuff. So I feel like we left it with was, was more just personal our relationship that was affecting because, you know, it wasn't like we knew that he was gonna get traded. You know, so when he got 30, they kind of hurt players on the team. But, you know, we know this is a business and how the business goes, Like you said, is, you know, I've been through situations. I've been through every real situation. And uh, he got traded to the team to play, but we still got to move on. You know, that's the biggest thing. Our coach, BJ, always tells us, you know I mean? The business side, we can't control. We all can control. What we can control. And we got to go out there and compete against the team and uh, hope the best will so let the marriage, you know. And that's my brother. That's my brother. I call him my brother, you know, because he taught me a lot. And, uh, man, I'm just, I am just—I wish the best for him and everything
1: he does. You said that Demarius Thomas taught you how to be a pro. How so?
4: You know, and it's, uh, we're in the summer in Arizona, you know, and uh, just the little things, you know. I go to his house and the things you do, like we watch the TV, like stretching, rolling out, you know, doing little things that keep his body right. In the film room, and just look at what stuff to take, what stuff to eat in your bodies, and how to live right, and all type of stuff, you know. So he really helped me off the field and teach me how to be a pro, and just you know anything else.
1: Then I I know I'm sure that and we might have talked about this before, but I'm a big Kevin Hart fan. So Kevin Hart, <laughs> yeah. So Kevin Hart, so Kevin Hart says, and one of the compliments that I got. In a good way, comedy-wise, not not cheat because apparently he cheated. That's not right. I don't like it. But but you know, they, I was told that I was the caramel version because of my skin color. They're like, you can be caramel, Kevin Hart. I was like, that's okay. Funny. I'll deal with that. But Kevin Kevin always says he's like, I don't hang out with. He's like, it's hard to hang out with athletes. He's like, I got a checking and a, I got a checking in a savings, and I got to move it from my checking to my savings. I don't think it's gonna go through. So you're. A, Okay, so you're a professional athlete. How difficult, and have you been in a situation where you're hanging out with a f- fellow professional athlete, and you realize like this guy's just going too hard, and I just can't, I can't keep up with that monetary every day. Have you been in a situation like that? Oh
4: yeah, definitely. I wouldn't say the team name and stuff, but I've been in plenty of situations like that. But you know, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm a grandpa on the league, so. I don't get in those too many situations because I'm just like an in, and in, in the house person. You know? I like to be around my family and stuff like that and work hard, work out and stuff. So, I've been in those situations before, but not as much as like, probably say, other players.
1: Did but you, did you? I funny... Okay, go, go ahead.
4: Tell I've been in a funny story with me and my wife. Been, um, we went to a uh, restaurant with Troy. You know, Troy's like my brother. You know, he's he showing me everything, how to be a pro and stuff too. And, uh. And he, he, he took us out with his friends to, like, a seafood restaurant. They're like, the seafood place is closed. It's, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, they still let Troy and his, his wife and his friends come in and stuff. And it's, like, I don't eat sushi like that, so I don't I never got to it, but that night I had to because it's Troy, and, you know, you can't say no to Troy. So me and my wife was <laughs> eating. It was, like, my fear part my rookie year. And, uh, you know, when you're, when you're when a financial advisor, he, like, gives you a know, cutoff, you know, it's like 1500 you know, for the week, you like, 1500 for the week. And that's it. And, like, so we get to the restaurant, we eat and stuff, and we like, the, the, just can with the like, the little, little receipt and stuff. And it's shit, like, oh don't know, it's like 6500 like 6000 or 7000 like $7,000, I remember just looking at my wife, and I'm like, man, we're going to wash this just tonight, because <laughs> ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way. Because, you know, as a rookie, you know, like, you go out with the bench, book, you got to pay for the food. So, it's like, I'm looking at this check, and I'm like, ain't no way I'm going to be able to afford this. Like, my car is not going to go through. It's like, I'm in a bad situation. But Troy ended up paying for it. Like, they ended up pulling out, everybody's out, ended up pulling out and up pull out that black card and, like, put it in the hat and pull it out. And stuff, but it was like, man, at that moment in my life, I'm like, man, i might, I might be the focus person that is people, and they might make me
1: pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, and when you say, so you're talking about Troy Palomalo? Huh? Are you talking about Troy Palomalo? Troy Palomalo, yes sir. So Troy put you in. So he he brought you to this restaurant and and gave you a little seven thousand dollar bill, helped you out eventually, but gave you a little heart attack on the way.
4: No. He didn't give me the bill. The bill just came to the table. And as a rookie, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, I'm paying for this bill. So that's what I was assuming. So I like tell my wife, I'm like, oh, man, is about to be a long night. I'll be washing dishes all night because <laughs> my card is not going to going to get declined. Oh, my.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> So, but but at least at least you know you were you were taken care of, so to speak. I mean, because I've heard that other people get left there with the bill, and it's like you just need to figure it out. You just need to make it happen. You just need to do what you got to do. So, right in, the, in this case, you know, we're we're painting Troy Palomalu in a positive light. He was he was. Uh, okay, he,
4: he's a great guy, but I, I still have to do my rookie party and rookie cook life. I take it out the DB and stuff, and I a pretty penny, a pretty penny.
1: Uh, and what was that? The rookie party, you said?
4: So, like, you, know, you got a rookie dinner, then you have, like, a rookie party. You know, that's like, you put a party for, like, the team or the vets or something that's in your position group, and it's, it's a lot of money. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't really want to do that. I called my financial advisor, and so I'm like, man, we have to do get out of this. But, you know, that's the routine, that's the rules, you know, with the team you're on, and that's how it goes. So, you know, it's a rookie process.
1: <laughs> so tell me about what you had to do for this party though uh,
4: I really had to do that to spend my money really. <laughs> I didn't have to <laughs> like everything was set up I just had to give the money so I paid for the dinner like we go out to dinner we have a good dinner and then like we go out for fun you know have a little fun you know go out and chill but the opponent that go around is, like, the guys will buy the most expensive bottles or the most expensive food
0: at the
1: restaurant and just don't eat it until
4: you're on the table and just got to pay the bill. Wow. You see, like that's... My, like I, think, I think my dinner was, like, $5,000. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. This alone, that was a party. So you're basically giving, you know, so you're so you're going out to this one event and basically paying your signing bonus to get out of there.
4: Literally, yeah, you know. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, nuts. Just, That's it's, crazy. It's, you know, it's, it's the thing, And you know, the league has been going on for generations, you know. Uh, I'm not a big, like, Like I was, I'm just like a toy, you know. It's, it's the thing you got to do as a rookie, but I wasn't really big on I'm not a person like, oh, who helped get this from me or things like that, but, like, the little things, like, I had to do, I don't really put it on to a rookie when they come into the league. So I enjoy it, though, seeing them go through the process, though, like, here in Broncos, they give uh, players plenty of haircuts and stuff. Like it was crazy. Like I've never seen that. Like it's different teams with different things. Like they still do that like, cut your face and do all that. They just meant to do like a talent show and pay for dinners and stuff like that. The Broncos, bro, they catch your eyebrows, they cut your hair, put patches in your head before the games and stuff.
1: <laughs> so, but the, and this is see, but I, I the thing about this that that I find crazy is that. You know, people agree with this, and and they just do it because it's like, it's a historical, rookies have to go through this, rookies have to. So, I mean, is it just, do rookies, I mean, now that like you said, like you're the grandfather in the NFL, do rookies just kind of accept it at this point? Do they fight it? Are there guys that don't like it? I mean, how is it taken? Because it almost just seems like it's like, ah, well, you know, I'm in the NFL. I know I got to do something. So, I mean, how is it?
4: Well, it's, it's honestly your personal choice. Like I say, when you come into this league, you come into a grown man league. So it's like, honestly, it's your personal choice, but I'm not going to say too much about what happens to you. You know, if you don't abide by a team. you know what I mean? The rules. These are the rules that's been going on generations. I'm like the Spiller. These have been doing this and winning championships for so many years. And when you come in and say no, it's like, Okay, you know, it's, you got to teach their rookie lessons. So, like I said, it's on your choice. You know, some rookies come in like, man, I'm just going to over with. Some rookies refuse, and then they, it's a longer process. So, it's up to you. <laughs> it's really up to you and how you come into the league. You know, I didn't think about Me, personally, I have one sort funny of story And over the years. They called me to keep rookie, and uh, I was type to do, like, so it's like when you're a rookie, you got to buy the in the room you know, you got to make sure you got like, the ditteries and the water and something in the room. You know, and I'm a rookie and I'm like, man, I got to do this. and that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I can't keep spooking. Hey, I'm not first-round draft pick, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, i I'm like, I want to like this, like this, like this, it's like a, it's like a store, like, it's like a like fake candy. Like, it's like, <laughs> so Rice Krispies is crispy rice. It's not, You don't get the real crispy <laughs> So, I had to bring that, I brought that to the room. Like, I'm talking about the gummy ones, the really gummy ones. It was nothing really, like, real. It was, like, all fake. And so, Ryan Clark, he went up there and he, like, ate the rice <laughs> Like, rice And he was like, man, this is not the rice This is not the rice He looked at this little paper and it's, like, crispy rice. What you get this is? <laughs> like, you might be the cheapest working on the team. You want to us some fake food, fake snacks? Like, so, my, I took it. Then, after that, sat me down and was like man you, you gotta do it this way and all this and I realized at this point like you are gonna do it the good way are you gonna take it the hard way or the good way and I, I took it the good way I'm like man I'd rather be, get this stuff out of the way <laughs> and go get out the rookie get rookie phase and go into my next year some guys like to fight back
1: so you so it doesn't really work to fight back is what you're saying no
4: you don't you don't win More money, but they got more access to any and everything, you know. <laughs> so you
1: might as well just get the job done and get it over with. It's great. I mean, and that's and see to me, and I appreciate and I thank you for being so open this morning and sharing some of these stories, speaking with Jamarko Thomas about life in the NFL. I want to take a, I want to take a, a look back to Syracuse and Dino Babers. Are you a Dino fan? What do you think about it? Season number three. the first 4-8 season defeated top 25 Virginia Tech at home, second, and that team went on to play in the ACC championship game, the second 4-8 season, or had played in the ACC championship game, the second 4-8 season last season defeated the reigning national champion Clemson Tigers at home, this season it has flipped that the eight losses are now eight wins. And this team has found ways to gut it out and get victories at home and on the road. 4-0 to start a season for the first time since 1991. And to not only do that, but to be ranked in the nation, both the AP and the coaches poll together for the first time in 17 years. To be in the college football playoff poll for the first time ever. So a lot of great things are happening. Are you a Dino Babers fan? And did you, if you are, did you become one over time? Or were you always a fan? So where do you stand with Dino Babers?
4: Um, honestly, I'm definitely a fan, you know. Just read just him and just talk about And, you know, how, how he's built the culture. And just go to the of the game, how to talk and stuff like that. I definitely wasn't a fan before. And, uh, being a football player, I understand the process, you know. As a new coach, you know you never come. I don't, You know, as a new coach in the... Stuff like that you get, you know, you never come there. and went off the rip, you know? you know, it's a development, you got to teach these kids to learn your way, you know, and embed and, and, and believe in your system, so I definitely believe in him when he was 4 aid and saying I'm upset and stuff, but that was us, you know, like us, we said, to have and knock off West Virginia, you know, stuff like that, so, and that was us just learning how to get into a culture, so... It's the same process with them, and I'm just happy that they took it to another level. And so, I definitely believe in Dino and his staff and everything that's going on in the process,
1: and uh um, hopefully, man, they keep working history and making history. And, and when you see what they're doing and, and how they're doing it, you know, to to be ranked in all the polls, to be in the college football playoff poll, to be in a situation where the team has eight wins where they're second in the Atlantic Division behind only the Clemson Tigers this time around after being at the bottom and being 7 out of 7 you know this this kind of turnaround what what does it say to you about Dino Babers what does it say to you about the team do you get a sense that it's it's real and that it's not a Cinderella how do you look at it It's
4: definitely real I feel like I feel like... The coach is he's really into his teammates and he's really into installing his system into them. So these kids are not just playing for themselves; they're playing for him. And that's the biggest thing people really need to understand. Once a coach gets the players to believe in him and his system, man, they're unstoppable. No matter if you're a one-star, five-star, if coaches can get players to believe in their system and who they are and what they believe, man, it's unstoppable, I think that's what Dino did for them, and uh, he built it throughout the years. And he yeah, had rough road, but now it's about God and the team that's in all the glory, you know what I'm
1: saying? And when you look at that and you see this team you know, doing what they do and, and, and getting these victories and staying in the process, when Doug Marone came in, he was following a coach in Greg Robinson that had taken a program that were, was having maybe a, a tough moment here or there at the end of Paul Pascaloni and just the, the the program just went deeper and deeper into the ground, and fans got more and more upset. In the, in the case of Doug Marone coming in, he looked to change the culture, and, you know, from my view, he was. What, I mean, he was your coach. What do you think about Doug Marone? Because he was a part of that last time that Syracuse was starting to potentially turn the corner and you experienced that firsthand. so what was that experience like with Doug Marone and did you get a sense that he was bringing fans back or or, or bringing more support back to Syracuse oh yeah he
4: definitely brought more support back to Syracuse and um uh, as, as the, Doug Marone as I know as a coach um it was a tough road but we, at the end of the day like I said we knew what he wanted and all he wanted is to win and um uh, the first two years of the process was tough, you know. He, he really beat down on us, you know, try to break, really it wasn't the young guys, it was the older guys, you know, who was the fans that were with the other team, with the other coach, you know, who was just trying to break them. of that losing mode mold and uh, trying to develop his, his establishment and what he believes and how he goes about business. And I feel like that was the best thing ever to happen to me in my process because, he taught us how not just to be a football player, but also be a man, you know, because that's what life is about. Life is going to get rough and tough. The People are going to talk about some, all this stuff, but what you going to do? Are you going to keep holding on your crap and standing in the routine and believing, or are you going to buy out to these people what they're saying about you and your team? And I, I feel like throughout the journey with Marone, he brought us closer as a family, and that's what made us women. So he's the lot of leaders that important leaders, you know, because I'm, I'm not a leader by talking. I'm related by action, but he developed me to be more vocal and nationalists and just and Even Cameron Jones, you know, these things, is the characters we are today is the from him, you know, through us and that we're with him. So I definitely think Marone came here to put his, stamp, his stepping stone into it, and I feel like he changed the culture too.
1: And having Doug Marone, I mean, he's obviously the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. What can you say about, you know, what he – who he is as a coach, how he is as a coach, just just your relationship or your vision of him because now he's a head coach in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going through some tumultuous times. Last year with his first crack at being a head coach for the Jaguars, they're one step out of the Super Bowl. This year, they've been dealing with injuries. They've been dealing with the ups and downs. They'll play well in one game and bad in another. So what can you tell me about Doug Marone as a head coach?
4: He does don't break. And I can truly say that. Uh, uh, it's an honor to say because no matter what situation you're wrong he gets in, man, he always ends up on top of it doesn't break and that's how he built he's going no matter the situation, three or six, four or, six or anything, he's not gonna break. He's gonna keep working, he's gonna keep looting, he'll respect the process and he's gonna keep holding his on, on all the playing skills and leaving that on the and the reason why I last so long in the league is because it wasn't great. life ain't easy or football's not easy and this business is not easy and Coach Roman taught us, it's never break I mean, you always going to bend, you always going to have the rules and situations like you said, injuries or anything or even life you know, but don't break keep respecting the process and remember man from the dark times, just will always come out, you know, and I feel like Maroney still is going to win at the end of the day, you know. Even if he has a season this year or next year, yeah, I better look out for the Jaguars, you know, because Maroney will never stop competing or never stop coming with that sense of an attack urgency. So he's a great coach, man. I got a lot of respect for him. Uh, I wish him the best in everything he does.
1: And you you obviously got the opportunity with the Bills to go down for that AFC wild card game in Jacksonville. What was that experience like for you? You know, hindsight 2020, I know we talked about it a little bit, but being in that stadium, being on the other side of your former head coach, just just what that moment was like, just knowing that this world is small and it gets smaller and smaller, in my opinion, and in the sports world, it's even smaller than that.
4: Yeah, it's it, 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 it was an amazing experience, you know, and also a big experience because also Don Darius was there too, you know. So seeing both alumni there and this, this crazy day—he's the head coach and Don McDeris played with the and being around them guys—it was just an amazing feeling. And uh, I just thank them because they're the reason why I'm here, you know, the reason why I can be able to step on the court and compete against them, you know. So it's
1: definitely an amazing experience, and you know, it's crazy how God works. And you mentioned Donovan Darius. Have you gotten to speak with him or spend any time with him?
4: Oh yeah, man. Uh, we, in the summer, remember uh, we had a long conversation. So you know, he does things on Facebook, and you know he goes live and he gives all the motivational speeches, and he talks about life and stuff. And Donovan uh, Darius, I've been a fan like quietly. People never know why I work so hard is because I heard a stories a long time ago about Donovan Darius, and people would say that they have to go to the bars and like walk back from Marshall all the way back by Lapility like and stuff, meant to hit the pass here. And there'll be down for Garris out there here and pass. And when I first met him, we were doing ladder drills. And man, he was getting on us about catching the ladder, you know, like even the little page and that's when I was made like and I started watching his videos and stuff and I, I became he became one of my idols to respect and the, the game and the whole thing. So that's the main reason why I worked on that shirt is because there's like this guy has set the path for me how safety's supposed to work and develop and be at safety, and I got to follow these footsteps, you know? And that's how I was, and that's how I went here. So it's definitely a blessing to learn from him. Like this summer, I called him up, and I talked to him, and he sent me all his notes, like back in the day he used to do, and his workout routines, how he wrote down in the season and stuff like that, and, you know, we have our talks and stuff like that. He's a great dude, and, you know, he's willing to help, man, so... It's a blessing to be a Syracuse alumni because, man, there's, there's so many contacts and blessings all over the world.
1: That coming from Shamarco Thomas. Shamarco, as this team goes forward, like you said, you got to go to two pinstripe bowls. You won both of those pinstripe bowls: first against Kansas State, second against West Virginia. Knowing that Syracuse is going back to a bowl game after a five-year hiatus and not just any bowl game, they'll go to a good one. The the thought in in what's happening with the Syracuse Orange right now is especially if they go nine and three, they got a good shot at late December, early January. And as it stands right we now, go
4: we gotta go nine and three because we got people on my team that went to Boston. College. We gotta go. You gotta win. You gotta win.
1: <laughs> so there's no choice but there's no choice but to go nine course. and three.
4: Syracuse is going to earn three. And
1: <laughs> so let's say nine and three happens, and and Syracuse gets that. Where would you like to see them? I mean, there's there's 40 different opportunities. There's bulls everywhere. I mean, I would anticipate that they're going to get themselves probably somewhere down in Florida, but it'll be somewhere south. You know, your Alabama's or your Floridas or your Texas or your or your Georgias or whatnot. I'm not opposed to them going to Hawaii. That'd be beautiful. But I feel like Flor- Florida's kind of the place that they might end up. Is is there a bowl that that you always wanted to play in, or maybe you circled? That you would love to see them in? Um, me
4: honestly. Man, I'm just powered them boys on you know, I do And if it's in Florida, I hope they enjoy getting the W and have fun. Um not any specifically, um I think they should go to but man, I hope they go to one of the top winners and win. That's the ultimate goal. Winning, you know, establishing that platform for next year. So uh me I always wanted to go to the national championship, but I said a few <laughs> it was a dream, you know, but uh, I just yeah, I wish was boys good luck on any bow, you know, and um, you know, the, the future is uh, really
1: high for them boys. Speaking here with Shamargo Thomas, uh, really quick, Jamargo, before we do something fun at the end that we had done before, but I want to, uh, with you, just what you could say to the defensive backs at Syracuse right now. Antoine Cordy has, uh, he went through back-to-back seasons with season-ending injuries. <laughs> I oh, know. That's my buddy. So, I want to I kind of open that up because I know you got a relationship with Antoine Cordy. So, I'm just going to kind of open the door to that and let you go with that.
4: Oh, uh, man. I just tell them boys, man. I'm, I'm proud of them, boys. You know? Especially Antoine Cordy, you know. I, was, I wasn't I was there with his process, but, you know, he's always called me on Snapchat or text me and we have deep conversations, you know. And this man, this, this young man is very passionate about the game. He loves the game. I feel like he plays the game on another level, you know, everybody would say he's like me, but I feel like he's better than me, you know. He's better than me, and uh, I just wish them good luck, you know, and um, I thank them because they took the game to another level, you know. It's not about Schumacher and the Chandler Jones and just accuse them more. it's about them. You know, they're making history, and uh, keep going, you know, keep going. Like I told them before, through all them injuries in them dark days, God will always glorify you at the end, and, uh. That's what he's doing. He's glorified these guys at the right moment and everything's coming into form, you know. So
1: blessings to them. When they have a situation like that, I mean these guys, these seniors, they have been the Antoine Cordys and the Dante Strickland's and the Chris Slaytons and the the Eric Dungy's and whatnot, they have literally seen and and the Cody Conway's is and I Aaron Roberts, they've seen hell on earth. I mean they have They have been at Syracuse thinking, I'm never going to see a bowl game. We're never going to be that team. We're never going to be that good. We're never going to make it happen. You know, they have fought through so much. They fought through the fans turning their backs on them at times. They fought through feeling alone. To get to where they are today, just what you can say about being a former Syracuse player that was trying to work in the turnaround of the program, these guys are doing it too. And they now are going to have an opportunity that – was so far away, it felt, their entire time. I mean, this senior class gets to reap the benefits of never giving up. What are your thoughts to them on that? Man,
4: it's amazing. Like I said, man, they made history. I'm proud, man. They went through the journey, and they they finished And that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing a lot of people don't realize. You know, you go through the dark times, but that's what is molding you for to be the champion. And that's what it happened to them. And all them seniors, I'm just happy and grateful, you know, that they're making history. And keep going because the sky's the limit, you know. you see, you seen the dark road, and now you've seen the glory. Now it's better to keep going the state route and stay the course. These kids got a lot of, lot of dreams and accomplishments to have in life and, and accomplish, and the sky's the limit, man. So blessings up to them boys and we going down and three. We going to a good bowl game, and we're going to win it. So, man, shout out to them boys for making history, and I hope we can have a banner up for them boys at the
1: end of That coming from Shamarco Thomas. Shamarco, we got to do one thing before you hop out of here. We got to play rapid fire. We did it before the last time you were on, and I actually had a conversation about you last night. I was talk, I was talking to somebody, and I said, I was like, I said Shamarco's coming on the show tomorrow, and I said Shamarco and I are doing something awesome. And I and, and from the moment we said it, I'm sticking with it, and I'm a man of my word. So I was like, I said, listen, I said, Shamarco and I are jumping out of a plane, parachute. We're parachuting out of a plane, but we're not just jumping out of a plane. We're eating Chick Fil A on the way down.
4: Chick Fil A, got you.
1: <laughs> so so I mean, I'm I'm still game for this. I'm a little bit nervous. Okay. My but my, my feet feel a little bit. I don't know. I feel a little bit strange. Feel a little bit like. Oh, I don't know if I. But I'm gonna jump out of a plane with Shamarco Thomas eating Chick-fil-A. So we gotta do it.
4: You gotta, do it. You gotta do it. It's
1: a must. Gotta make it happen. So that was part of rapid fire before, folks. So we're gonna do rapid fire again. I'm gonna ask you three questions. You're gonna ask me three questions. We're gonna make it happen. So we. This is live radio, folks. We are not pre- – there's no preparation. This is just throwing it at it. So, all right, all right, Shamarco, my first question for you. Tell me something on your bucket list that you believe you can achieve within a year from now.
4: Swimming with the Sharks.
1: Swimming with the Sharks, you said? Yep. You know that as as a card-carrying Italian, that's a totally different thing. <laughs> so <laughs> – <laughs> So, you're going to do it on purpose. Yeah. Now, tell, to bring me into this, what is this swimming with the sharks? Where did it come from? When is it happening? We need more information. See, look, I'm going to do it by nation.
4: Uh, it's like, if you ever to do the sharks, you know, I was growing up watching Jaws and stuff like that. So, my friend, Will Gaines, if I seen the video on internet, like they were the internet that did with Africa. It is, it is in the cage with the shark. That's what I mean. Not literally in the skin of the shark. So I don't think my body is built for that type of pressure. But being in the cage and letting sharks shark be around me, though, that's what I want to do. So by the, by the end of nature, i gonna be in Africa, in the cage with the sharks.
1: That's crazy. I love it. I want to see it. I'm scared. <laughs> what part? Of, what part of Africa are you going to do this in?
4: I don't know yet, man. I don't know. It's just, man, you know, you know, set it up, get a do date, pick a place, and I'm just gonna be just super excited,
1: you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Swimming with the sharks in Africa in the cage. Okay, so that's that's one. I watched this one movie. I forgot what it was called. They, it was, but it was about two girls. They did the cage thing, but they did it in the middle of the ocean. Don't do that. And they fell all the way down
4: to the bottom. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I seen that movie too.
1: Yeah, it's called like all the way down. said, like, don't do that. Don't do it. That's not. Yeah. No, that's no, not okay. No,
4: no. No, we're not doing that.
1: <laughs> Tell me if you could work with any rapper in the world right now. If you could, if you could sit with them in a lab, in a room. Because I, I mean, I've been, I've been a fan of so many from growing up with, with Biggie and Diddy and Mace and LL and Tupac and to where I am today. I respect Lil Wayne and Kendrick Lamar and so on and so forth. So I got to ask you if you could work with any. Rap artist right now in this moment, who would it be, and why?
4: In this moment, Future. You'd work
1: with Future. <laughs> why Future?
4: Man, he just he, that's what I am. You know, I'm a, I'm a uh You know, like, I'm, I, I'm not spray. Like when I have my dreads, and I, I got to go down in my head. It was like that was telling me like I'm going and, well, and That's how Future had me feeling, you know, So. Kuchu, like I feel like I listen to a lot of people music, a lot of artists, but Gucci never go older than me, so it's definitely a future man. He normally makes a banger every year, every summer that has some- to and something uh, he's not even just a good like people just think about him just as a rapper, man, he's articulate, you know, he even wrote Beyonce songs and stuff like that. So he's a very creative guy, you know, and I just I understand him. So I'm astronaut come on a different level. <laughs>
1: you just said he's like Doctor Evil?
4: No, my alter ego,
1: like, Oh, alter ego. See, I'm thinking about Doctor Evil now. It's all good.
4: good.
1: <laughs> so so I, I like that though. I'm an astronaut, I'm on a different level. I mean, is that has that been a moniker for you for a while? Has that been kind of uh, a way to describe yourself?
4: Oh yeah, definitely. You know, and that's that's what built my confidence that I heard speech honestly. You know, listen to him and how he talks about himself and how he believes in himself and how he carries himself. It was like, that was who I wanted to be. So it was like, when I stepped on the field, it was like, I'm the astronaut, I'm the best person on this field. That would have to level up with my, my game, you know?
1: My final, I like that. My final question in rapid fire for you, Shamarco, is, hmm, let me think here. Let me think, let me think, Shamarco. If, okay, if you could come back to Syracuse someday and coach, what position would you want to? Co- I know you were a DB, but would you want to coach them? Would you want to coach something else? Would you want to be a coordinator? If you could come back to Syracuse and coach, what job would you take?
4: Uh, well, for head coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a competitor. I, I'm a competitor. You know, and, and that's where I'm at. So. You know, I love to be a D coordinator and learn and develop and all that stuff, but ultimate goal is to be a head coach. You know? Think about it. you come talking about Dino and Marone. They have not also left their print as a, just a football player, but as a coach, man, and changing the whole organization around, man, they are in history. So I think I'll be a head coach, you know, just leave my print in every aspect.
1: Fair enough, and I do have a bonus question. i got to ask you about this. I've covered the Jaguars for a decade Jalen Ramsey is not one to shy away from words. He tells you what he thinks when nobody asks. He tells you what he thinks when everybody asks. And he is extremely outspoken, doesn't care what people think, likes to tell everybody what quarterbacks are trash. He likes to tell everyone that we're going to the Super Bowl, we're going to win that bleep. So, you know, he is the guy that wants to get the attention. He wants the camera on him, he wants the spotlight. He, he, he wants that, you know, you guys need me and, and you got to hear from me. So, you know, what what is your thought on – I've been in the locker room with him. I, I've I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. What is your thought as a fellow DB about Jalen Ramsey? He's a Florida State guy, but Jalen Ramsey going out there and, and just kind of telling everybody what he thinks about everybody all the time, whether or not anybody asked the question.
4: It's kind of ironic for me because, you know, I'm a humble guy. Know, quiet and just work hard and stuff like that you know but honestly Dan you, you can't take that away from him you know that's who, that, that's what that's what made Taylor magic. so i feel like he's doing what he's been always doing his whole life why change him he's a pope on the all poke on you know uh it, 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 it's kind of ironic for me because i'm a humble player and i just Work hard and stay quiet and stay in my lane, but man, it's like the book the I read today. is it's called The Secret. You know, what the secret is it's in your mind. The ultimate mind is the secret, and in his mind, he's the best. he's the greatest, and he feels like nobody is above him. You know, he got respect for God. He's a <laughs> humble kid. Behind doors, you got I got a lot of teammates that play with him. He's a humble kid, but he's a competitor. The ultimate competitor, and that's what makes him play at that level. I do about. An athlete that hasn't been in life and not been the ultimate competitor. AB. AB talks a lot of trash and practice. No, a real a humble guy. But that competitor, they who he is, that's who he is, you know? So I wouldn't change in You know? Some things is out of order, you know, some things he says, but that's who he is, man. That makes him go out there and get two picks against Antonio Brown. You know what I'm saying? Some te- some corners go out there and be scared to play against Tony DeBrow. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like I said, it's, it's like a, it's like a misrelation with me and him. You know, I I respect him as a player. You know, his swag and his attitude. You know, but some people don't like it. You know, and uh, but I believe that you play the way your mindset is. If you confident yourself and you believe in yourself, man, you say whatever you want.
1: That comment from Shamarco Thomas, Syracuse Orange D B alum and current D B of the Denver Broncos. All right, Shamarco, doors are open to you. You got three questions. To ask me. Go ahead. Rocky question. Rocky
4: questions. So today, out of all the celebrities in the world, who would you like to meet? Just one time. I'm talking about just one, one time. You can't never meet them again. Oh.
1: So I gotta pick one celebrity?
4: Yeah, like this is like this got to be like
2: only one time. You probably the first you want to see this person or meet this person for at least only ten minutes. Who would you give that ten
1: minutes to? Oh man, that's tough. It's a good question, <laughs> Shemarco. I think you know you talk to me about learning what I do and how I do it. I think I think this is the the first sign that I got I got to write it down on a piece of paper. Like Shemarco asks good questions. Okay, so let me think here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think here. Oh man, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Who am I spending it with? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Ten minutes. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, this is so tough. There's so many different people. I love comedy. I think I would spend. I, th- I think I would spend ten minutes with Vince Vaughn because we both have running stream of consciousness and and I had it yesterday and it was funny because so I'm hanging out yesterday. And I started talking about something and going with it, going with it. And all of a sudden it went here and then it went there. And they're like, do you want to talk about the fact that you just had a Vince Vaughn moment? Like what is going on in your life that you just, where did you go? But it's like they laugh and it's real. But I connect, I connect, I can somehow start talking about Pop-Tarts and end with astronauts. I don't know how, but it just, (laughs) it just works and it makes sense and it's funny. So I'd spend 10 minutes with Vince Vaughn because I feel like it would be, 10 minutes that I'd never forget. So I would say that.
4: Oh, yeah. That's real cool. That's real cool. Let me see. All uh, right. If you were in the NFL, what team would you play for? What position would you play for? And if you can take a player's box. This is the same, same question, though. What team would you play for? What position would you play for? And, like, what player would you be? A Von Miller? Anybody. Trump, anybody. Who would you be? What position Receiver.
1: So if I if I could play for anybody, I'd play for the Jaguars because I've been connected with them since they came back in '95 or since they <laughs> came to in '95. So I would, I've been connected since day zero, day negative one. So and I've been covering them as a professional. This is my decade anniversary. I'm still waiting for somebody to make me a ten year cake. So I, yeah. So I got I got to get a ten year cake. Got to make that happen. So a Big Ten. That's why I want it shaped like that. But I so I would be a Jacksonville Jaguar and I would play quarterback and I love you Blake but I'm coming. That's what I would. I mean I would play quarterback for sure.
4: I'm saying, but who would you be? Who would you play next
1: place? As who is your trait? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Oh my trait, uh, Drew Brees. Oh
4: Drew Brees, <laughs> oh Drew Brees at the Jags. That's, that's your style. Your big type right
1: there. Yeah, that would that would be my. listen. It's kind of it's so hard. I respect Drew Brees so much. He's a guy I'd spend ten minutes with. But I re- I respect Drew Brees so much. And but see, my thing is I tweak it a little because I like to run. And when I would play pickup games the last couple of years, I loved because we had a rule <clears throat> that you couldn't run unless they blitzed. And when they would when they would blitz, I loved I loved going one way and then curling around the edge. And just getting in for that, and I did do something awesome. That one of these guys, I forget what quarterback he did it, but he did it after I did it. And I put it on social media. I was like, "Doesn't it feel good to be, you know, a part of this club?" But you know, because I, I had thrown a pass, I'd never done this before. I threw a pass, and I and I and I kind of li- like line-drived it. You know, just bean-lined it. This guy hit it up in the air. I I got under it. Most of the players had shifted on offensive defense to the left side of the field. I'm on the right side of the field. I get around him, I catch the pass, and then one of the guys goes, you can run, that's yours. So I threw a touchdown pass to myself. So that was a good moment for me. I think Cam Newton did that too.
4: That's Cam Newton.
1: <laughs> so I would, I would Drew Brees, but I would also run because I – I I don't think that you should be a running quarterback. I think you should be a quarterback who is capable of running. Like Ryan Nassib. Ryan, if you needed seven or eight yards, he would go get it. And I loved. I was talking to a scout one day, and the scout, stupid. The scout was at the game, and he was, and he was like, you know, I said, oh, you know, who you here to see? And he named off a bunch of guys. And I was like, oh, that's great. I said, you know, Ryan. He's like, yeah, Ryan's got, you know, an arm or whatever. I was like, you know, he can run. And he looked at me. He was like, run. He's like that can't that guy can't run. I was like, are you kidding me? And he left at halftime. And of course, Ryan Nassib, you needed like seven yards, just ran for it and got it. He and and so I would be the quarterback that would get it if you need it. But I want that Drew Brees arm. Man is thirty nine years old and he's got a seventy six percent completion percentage. Was
4: crazy. Was
1: so yeah, I mean, I'm just. I'm, and Drew Brees, I said it weeks ago, Super Bowl hopes. And, and and the funny thing is I didn't grow up a Saints fan, but damn it, I want the, I want the Saints to win the Super Bowl. When I see, like, what they're doing, if they get close, I'm just – I'm a Drew Brees fan. So. They might take it. They might take it this year. So I'm going to have some fun with that. I, I have some fun as a Jaguars quarterback. Blake, I love you, but I'm coming. That's all I'm That's all I'm going to say. So, <laughs> So what's your final question for me, Shamarco?
4: Okay. So you can travel all over the world. What is one spot you think to eat at? Like one spot you dream of like the spot. Like, me personally like I wanna be on when I, about, I wanna be on the beach eating some crazy tropical food. You know, the type of stuff like that. So like what is your like what are you all know how to spray? It. Like, what is your dream to go like to eat this place and yeah, get this spot
1: at this time. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And I'm gonna make it really easy for you and it's SIS, <laughs> SIS. It's three words. Seafood in Spain.
4: Seafood in Spain? Yeah. Oh yeah, that sounds
1: nice. Seafood <laughs> in Spain. It's part of my, it's part of my blood. See what see this is the thing that I found so I'm gonna tell you so you know George Lopez, obviously. You know his comedy and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to tell I'm going to tell you this, Shamarga. I'm going to tell you a secret on the air. Nobody it's between you and I. Nobody can hear this. So <laughs> So, so everybody can hear. It, but it's cool. I'm 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 okay with that. I'm airing my dirty laundry. Dad, I love you. I'm going to preface by saying dad, I love you cuz I'm about to shout out my dad in Yeah, I'm about to shout out my dad in a non-positive way. Pop, I love you. But so I grew up 14 14 15 years of my life that I was 100% Italian. That's how my family talked about it. That's how they treated me. My mom's side, my dad's side, you're hundred percent Italian. That's, you know, everybody ever, all my friends in school. I I loved it. Love my heritage connected to it. Olive complexion, go down to Florida, get dark. So my grandmother on my mom's side, when she gets dark, she gets like brown. She would get like brown purple in the sun. She would get so deeply dark that I was like, this isn't, this can't be Italian. She's like dark, dark. My mom would get dark. I would get dark. And then if I stay down in Florida and I'm in the sun for like eight days, it goes past olive complexion and it starts to look like really deep. And, and so I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I guess I'm just a really Italian. So I go to my dad's mom's house. And so I'm, I'm with my grandma, grandma Miller, shout out. And so I'm hanging out with her and she made veal parmesan. We're eating veal parmesan, and I said I love being a. I said I love being Italian. I love being 100% Italian. She goes. She looks at me. She goes, Daniel, you're not 100% Italian. So my dad's sitting there eating to my right, not saying a word. So I keep eating again. I go. I love. I said, Grandma, you don't understand. I love being Italian. It's like my. I said my heritage. I love that. I love being 100%. She drops the spoon. She goes, Daniel, Mike, you are not 100% Italian, and I don't appreciate. And so I go, what are you talking about? She goes, you are Spanish too. I look at my dad. I go, dad, I'm Spanish. He shoves the food in his mouth. So he's not, you he don't want to tell me nothing. So I was like, okay. Then my aunt on my other side. So so my dad's side's not 100% Italian. It's Italian and, and Spanish. On my mom's side, 100% Italian, 100% Italian. My aunt is talking to me and she said, you know that our name has shown up in Egypt that there was a lot of crossover between Italy and Egypt back in the day, and there there was relations back and forth, and there were people in Egypt, people in Italy, that were romantically involved. And so one of her friends went over overseas, and when she was in Egypt, found our name. So I started out my life as 100% Italian, but I may be, I know I'm Italian and Hispanic, but I may be Italian, Hispanic, Egyptian as of right now.
4: That's so that's hilarious. How you
1: felt when you found out all that information?
4: What would you say? How you felt when you found out all that information about
1: this? I think it's I think it's awesome. I think you know to me, um, I've always like I'm drawn to the Spanish culture. I've always loved the Italian culture, and you know to have an African connection to be Egyptian. I think being Egyptian is so like that to me is insane. Because there's just something special. Course, yeah. it, what'd you say? So cool. Well, I mean, it's just—it's just, it's just really—it's different, and and it's exciting. And see, the thing is, I've always been a lover of of all cultures, all people, all backgrounds. And I'm such a see, I'm such a kid. So you know, I there's a couple of things. So I'm I'm a huge Black Panther fan, and I loved the movie before the movie came out, and so. <laughs> to tell me, like, because I'm always, I always, I want Wakanda to be real, and uh, in the movie, in the in the Black Panther movie, his his uh, sister Shuri gives him uh, a bracelet, and the bracelet has vibranium, and it has a coat on it, and it's coded to him, and it has his suit in it, and I, I got a replica one when I went to New York City, to New York Comic Con, and I wear it every day. I actually wear it to every post-game press conference, and and all that stuff. So, and it's it's beautiful. It's totally different. And uh, and so, I mean, to me, to be connected to that would be beautiful. Uh, to be connected to, to to Africa and and just the the history and the beauty of it. I I dated somebody back in the day who was Egyptian. And I I thought that it was so insane that I was like, I didn't think I would ever meet anybody in America that was Egyptian. I just never crossed my mind. So if I had that blood, I'm like, that would be really cool. And then I also jokingly, to keep with comic books, said that I can actually play both Spider-Men because Peter Parker you know, he's a Caucasian guy, you know, and so you could be an Italian and and do your thing. But Miles Morales is Hispanic and African. And I was like, so I could play Miles Morales or Peter Parker. So they should really sign me up. I've been asking, but they should really sign me up right now. So that'd be kind of cool to say that I could play both Spider-Men. But uh, yeah, man, I, I just, I love it. I love the culture. I love, I love the connection. I, like I said, I love all people. So for me to be somebody who's, Always trying to understand someone who doesn't look like me or didn't come from the same place, and you know, this, that, and the other. I always try to understand everybody's story. So, if I have a connection to the Hispanic culture that hasn't always been appreciated, and the African culture that's been, you know, pushed down, and then the Italian culture, which a lot of people don't know, were hated when they came to the States, were hated by the KKK, were attacked by the KKK, were threatened by the KKK. To me, it's, it's, To be a part of all of these worlds just kind of goes parallel with who I am because I really, you know, you don't have to be a woman to understand her pain. You don't have to be African to understand the pain. You don't have to be Hispanic to, you know, understand that when you say Hispanic, everybody thinks you're Mexican. And so it's just the reality of being in those worlds before I was in them and now you know if that's really a part of my blood, it just kind of makes perfect sense because I love everybody. And it also is really cool because the African, Hispanic, Italian would explain why I get so dark. And there, and to me, there ain't, there is nothing wrong with being African, Hispanic, and Italian. The food, the culture, the dancing, Shamarco, You know what I'm trying to say? It's like the best pickup line ever. It's the best one. <laughs> Yeah, so there ain't nothing wrong with that. And, uh, no, so I appreciate it. And I never asked you this. So did you ever trace yourself back? Do you know your lineage and do you know, like, where your family came from originally?
4: No, I need to do that. I need to, I need to know my name, and everything. Well,
1: let me tell you. I'm going to tell you really quick here. Let me tell you what my name, my my last name. So, Tortora, it's, it's cool because... We had a religion teacher that had a book you could look up everybody's name and whatnot. So she gets to me. I'm at the bottom of the alphabet. She tells everybody, "Oh, your name means Daisy. Your name means Perseverant. Your name means Oranges. Whatever." She gets to me and she goes, "Huh, that's interesting." And I go, "Of course." And I looked up at God and I go, "What? What is? What is it now? Like, what? What did, What's going on now? What is this joke going to be?" And she goes, "No," she said, "Your, your name." Doesn't have a definition. It has a symbol. She said Tortora is the symbol of the dove. It's the sign of love. And I was like, "You're telling me this in 11th grade, 10th grade, 11th grade? I could have been using this my entire life."
4: (laughs) For real, I've been using that everywhere.
1: So my name is the sign of love, and I. Very well could be Egyptian, and I'm Hispanic and Italian. So, I mean, Shamarco, this, this world, I don't think this world ready for that. I don't think this world's ready for that.
4: They're not. They're not ready for that, man. You, you're on the wrong level.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that coming from Shamarco Thomas, Chick-fil-A jumping out of an airplane. is going to happen, and uh, I look forward to seeing happen. I And I definitely look forward to seeing you soon. When when you come up to the Q, Sir in my travels, we definitely got to get together. You know I respect you. More than I can put into words, and I appreciate more than anything else that you haven't lost touch with me over the years, so thank you for that.
4: No, thank you, man. I thank you for everything. Thank you for bringing me on your show, man. It's definitely a blessing and an honor, you know. And when I come to Syracuse, that's the first place I'm touching down. I'm coming to you, man. It's definitely been a blessing, man, to talk to you. Man. It was an honor to be a you to be a true friend.
1: Absolutely. Well, be good to yourself. Have fun out there in Denver. Keep doing what you're doing and uh and the, those words mean the world. So, you made a you made a sportscaster speechless and I talk for a living. So, I will leave on that <laughs> now. <note. laughs> Definitely, man. Bless you, man. Thank you again. All right, God bless. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Take care. That coming from Shamarco Thomas. One of the guys that I well, hmm, one of the guys that I respect the most there are moments on this show where I legitimately don't have words and anybody that knows me knows that 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 is a very big thing because I talk for a living and I always you know I love to talk and the thing that that people don't get sometimes and these are typically everybody that's ever said this to me or thought this is not a part of my life anymore because they really genuinely are all kind of the same. They're not like the nicest of people, but they're like, oh, so you talk because
2: you like to hear yourself?
1: No. I talk because I like to bring people together. I talk because I like to bring positivity. I talk because I like to make people laugh. I talk because I like to learn about other people. And that's the biggest misconception of a talker is that we don't listen. Some of us don't, but I do. And I love to learn about you and I love to hear about you and I love to to feel what you're about and what you're saying. I love that. So, Shamarco saying, when I touch down in Syracuse, the first thing is that I'm doing is I'm coming to you. It's like the greatest compliment you could ever get in your life, ever. <laughs> my grandpas and my grandmas and and Cinnamon Shady, my dogs, my friends, everybody up in heaven, they must be looking out. Not they must be, they are. There's nothing better than stuff like that, than <laughs> those words. Thank you, Shemarco. Ditto. We'll take a step aside, we'll be back in a moment.
0: This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. He kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacted the lives of others it was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is
1: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on DT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. If you haven't gotten onto the live feed as a member, the time to do so is now. Become a free member by going to MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT and clicking on follow it takes a couple seconds. It is completely free. It's not free with purchase. It's not free this, free that. It is actually free because I believe that things in the world that are free should be well, free. So, I mean, that's what they are. So, free is free, and make sure that you become a member today, as so many of you have. Thank you, and I, I cannot thank, I cannot appreciate it enough, what you all have done, and, and just the wonderful, tremendous amount of support that you've all given to me over the years has been so amazing, and I thank you. It's 15 years of being a broadcaster and counting, and I just can't thank you enough. I mean, I live my dreams every single day and I pray to God that you live yours too. I try so hard to, uh, impart whatever knowledge, whatever wisdom, whatever positivity and happiness your way so that you can, so that you can live it too. I really do. It's, It's one thing for me to live my dreams, and it's another thing for us all to live our dreams. So I hope that you get to. I hope that you are. Uh, If you're not, I hope that you're striving to. I hope that you're working to. I hope that you're determined to because it it really, you just, you gotta. You gotta live your dreams. You have to live your dreams. With every fiber of your being, you gotta do it, and there is no substitute to living your dreams. Nothing's going to make you happier than than living your dreams. So just make sure that you do that and you give it all to God and you just try your absolute mightiest and your and your toughest. I promise you that everything is going to work out that's meant to work out and it will all uh, come to fruition if you give it all you got. So for those of you that don't believe in God, just know God believes in you. And for those of you that don't believe in yourself, understand that you, if you don't believe in yourself, then you're closing the door for anybody else to believe in you. So believe in yourself. Know that you can because you can. And I am living proof every single day that you can and you will. And nobody's going to stop you. So I think it's hilarious if somebody tries to stop me because you just can't stop, won't stop. You know, do it like Diddy, so to speak. But really, though, don't ever stop fighting for what you believe in and what you want and what you desire there is not a person on this planet that shouldn't be living their dreams. As long as you're not hurting anybody and you're not doing anything you know, bad to people, then I say live your dreams and live them to the fullest of your capabilities every single day, every single moment, every single chance you get. Do not waste a single moment. There is somebody somewhere laying in a hospital bed that is begging God to give them a moment, to give them a chance, to give them a anything, any, any sign, any ray of hope. And so just don't, don't give up and don't ever give up as Jim Valvano would say, and just, just know that there is something around the corner and you just gotta, you gotta turn that corner. I know it sucks. I, I understand. I get it. It's hard, but you have to turn that corner. You have to turn that corner. You have to believe that you can turn that corner and then you gotta go out and do it. So, Turn the corner, give it all up to the big guy, and uh, and know that uh, or big you know give it up to God, and and just know that God's got your back. It's all gonna work out. Don't ever give up on your dreams, ever, 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 ever. Ever. Shamarco Thomas is an example of that. I try to be an example of that every day of my life. I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. There's a lot of places where I can get better but you know i know those things and so i have to get better at those things it's 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 one thing to understand where you can get better it's another thing to actually physically do it so you know i put myself on the clock and said all right all right dan we got to do this and you know it's it's that fight it's that desire it's that want to that you got to put out there into the world and you can't let anybody take it away from you people are going to try to bring you down every single day you know one of the one of the greatest uh, moments really for me, one of the things that, that I, I saved and I have it, uh, I have it with me all the time. And, uh, it, it's, it's from new girl and it's from the character Winston on new girl. And he likes to go to dance class, but he's also a cop. And so he has this dance shirt on and it's like a tank top and it's got a little saying on it, whatever. And, and, uh, Schmidt says to him, he says, you know, his buddy Schmidt, who's also his roommate, he says, well, you can't go to, he said, you know, before dance class, I got to stop off at, uh, at the station. And he goes, you can't go to the station like that. And he goes, when are you going to stop caring what people think about you? He said, listen, he said, there are a lot of people that have thoughts on how I live my life. He was like, when I, you know, when I look at the comment box in my life, there's a lot of people telling me how I should live my life. But he said, do you know, there's only one comment card I pay attention to. And do you know what it says? It says, good job. Keep it up. And you know who wrote it? Me. And he said, you know how I know? Because I recognize my own mother friggin' handwriting. And it's it's not easy. It's not easy, but do it. Do it. Trust. Trust from a person who has let the other side happen, you know, in the sense of caring about what they say and what they do. And I've let people ruin my day. And yet I've, I've walked down the street and my day is beautiful and the sun is shining and God is great. And I let one person ruin my day on one statement, one time that I might never see again or talk to for the rest of my life. So take it from me. It's stupid. It's wrong. Don't do it. Don't waste time with this. It's garbage. It's ridiculous. It is not worth it by any stretch of the imagination. It's never worth it. So live above the hate, live above the negativity, let, and just understand that people are going to do what they want to do. You can't stop somebody from living their life. They're going to do what they want to do. And you have to do what you want to do, but they don't live your life and you don't live theirs. So be you and don't apologize for going after your dreams and being a good person and wanting the best that you can want. People are going to try to stop you. They're going to try to stop you. They're going to try to ruin your day. Do you ever have somebody in your life you just feel like hits you at the wrong time all the time? You know, the strategic person, the one that you feel like can essentially sniff out when, you know, you're having a moment or like when you're really, really happy, you know, you just get that sense like, wow, I haven't heard from them. And then like, there's a bombshell. Those people are, they're not okay. They're hurting. They're not happy. I have never met a good person. I say this all the time on the show, but it's true. I've never met a good person in my life who has just done horrible things to other people or tried to ruin anybody's day. My mom has her moments. Sometimes she's happy. Sometimes she's sad. Sometimes, you know, the world gets her down and sometimes it doesn't. But I have never, ever seen my mother try to deliberately hurt somebody. In 33 years of my life, for as long as I've been alive, I have never seen my mother deliberately try to hurt somebody. And I can't say the same thing about other people, but I've never seen my mother try to do that. Ever seen my mother try to deliberately hurt somebody else because it's not who she is. So just understand that happy people that are comfortable and confident in their lives, they don't have time to think about your life in that sense. I'm not saying they don't care. I'm saying when you are chasing your dreams and you're around the people that you love, and you're taking care of the people that you love and you take care of yourself and you're like, you don't have time to think about, oh, what can I do to hurt somebody today? You don't have time for that. And you're happy. So, you know, miserable people, misery loves company. So just understand that the people that are trying to make your day a bad day, that you may let make your day a bad day. Those people are not happy. They're not making you better. They're not I mean, they're, they're making you stronger. I shouldn't say they're not making you better because they are making you better in their own weird way. But it's not worth it for you to spend your life worrying about what is somebody going to do? What are they going to do to me? And if you think of somebody that way already, if you anticipate that somebody wants to hurt you every chance they get, then get them out of your life. Stay away from them. It doesn't matter... Who they are doesn't matter. Family, no family. It doesn't matter. Vow this or vow that. If somebody is toxic, they got to get out. If somebody's bad, they got to get out. There is no substitution. There's there there. Well, there's how do I want to say this? There's no making it better when somebody is just not good and they're not there and they don't care. There's no there's no making that better. You might want to make it better and you might hurt and yearn to make it better, but I'm telling you from firsthand accounts in my life, you cannot change what somebody is and who somebody is. They're going to be who they want to be regardless of what you want them to do and regardless of who you want them to be. And it is a total waste of time for you to spend any time around somebody who doesn't respect you, appreciate you, know you, love you, care for you. So we feel that. We feel that in the pit of our stomach. We feel that pain, right? We feel that person wanting to hurt us. Why be around it? Why waste your time with it? You might have to talk to that person for a certain amount of time, but this too shall pass. It will always pass. It will always pass. I can't tell you how many times I looked up at God and said, my life is over. I can't get past this. This is going to win. I'm not going to win. I've lost. I'm not going to make it, God. It's been a great run. 20 years ago. (laughs) 15 years ago. 5 months ago. 5 days ago. I've beaten every battle that I couldn't beat in my brain. I've beaten it. And that tells me something about me. And it tells me something about God. And it tells me something about how we worry and what we worry about and how much we worry and what we think is going to happen. We spend so much time on the negative people. We spend so much time on the negative words. We spend so much time on what do they think of me as opposed to what do I think of me. And it's like, what do you think of you? And if you have a bad view of yourself, you have to change that. Nobody's going to change that for you. You have to change that. You have to want better. You have to want more. And you have to desire it, and then you have to go get it. Nobody's going to get that for you. you got to get it yourself. So coming off of my conversation with Shamarco Thomas, who's a tremendous human being, he went and got it himself. He didn't wait for anybody to go get it for him. He didn't demand that anybody go get it for him. He went and got it. He wanted it. He went and got it. He desired it. He went and got it. He didn't ask anybody to live his dreams. He asked himself to live his own dreams. And he did. And he's living them still. This man is still in the NFL. He still has a job. He's still working tremendously. He's still doing a tremendous job working diligently every single day. So people like him remind people like me when you get those swings at you. They're just people. And they're just words. And evil wants you to hurt. Good doesn't. Understand that anybody that throws physical punches or philosophical punches The real ones The fake ones Whatever it may be That person is trying to get to you Because that person is not happy I don't want to throw a punch ever (laughs) A fictitious one or a real one Because I just I want to hug people I want to love people I want to give my Best to the world And I want the world To appreciate that And sometimes it will And sometimes it won't but it doesn't mean I don't get my best anyway. So, big shout-out to th- and a thank you to Shamarco Thomas. Nothing but love for Shamarco. Let's take a step aside for a fast break. We'll come back with the ingredients to success in just a moment.
0: This is a wake-up call,
1: Fast Break. Gear up with the real deal at Sig Apparel.
5: Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. By Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price.
1: Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family, my family Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Back here on the broadcast Tuesday, November 20th, I want to put out a special prayer to Aaron. Uh, Aaron, I just want to to send my love, and I want to send my prayers to you. Uh, Aaron's a friend of mine, and uh, obviously means a lot to uh, people that mean a lot to me. So, Aaron, I pray that you're okay. I pray that you will be okay. I want you to know that my prayers are with you, my thoughts are with you, uh, and and God is with you. I pray that he heals you. I pray that he loves you up so so much more than you could ever even imagine. And that whatever's going on with you right now, that, that, that God, he or she, I know we say he, I try to just say God. But God will find a way. I believe that. I believe God is good. I believe we have a wonderful God who is a loving God, who is a caring God. I, I know that. I just believe we have a good God. And I believe that God is looking over you. So I pray and I hope nothing but the best for you and that everything that is bothering you right now comes to pass and that you heal completely and for good. And no matter what, through God and handle well whatever comes your way. I really do pray that. I hope that for you that you heal completely and for good. And... That nothing right now is going to get you down, and nothing any other time is going to get you down. So stay strong, keep fighting, girl. And uh, much, much love and appreciation to you and the family. And uh, I just, I, I hope and I pray the best for you in every way, shape, and form. That you are, you are healthy, you are happy, you are safe, and that all of your loved ones know that God's got your back, and that you know that God's got your back. So I just, I just really pray for you, and I hope that everything works out. So, my love and my prayers go to you. So, God bless. Seriously. God bless. To you, Aaron, and to Johnny, and to all your loved ones, and and Noah, and and everybody. So, my prayers go out to each and every single one of you. I hope you're doing okay, and whatever's bothering you right, right now, like I said, I hope That God puts his healing hands on it and gets you feeling better and that you stay well, that you are well and that you stay well today, tonight, and so on. That you're healthy, happy, safe, filled with all of God's most precious gifts and that you have a long, fun day and night that go by slowly. And that you're well, that you do God's will and that you are well and that you heal and that you're safe and sound, surrounded by your loved ones that have passed on and your loved ones that are here on earth, that everybody's got your back now and forever and that the healing power of God is on you right now and that and that God's hand will take whatever is bothering you away and only give you positivity and only give you good and only bless you as he has already, so as God has already. So that's my prayer to you, Aaron. And, uh, and thank you to Aaron's loved ones who sent that over to me and, and asked me to, Say a little prayer. So, always, if you need a prayer said, you can always come to the show. And uh, if you just want to talk, you can always come to the show. So, just know that I got everybody's back over here. So, I love y'all, and I appreciate y'all. With that being said, the ingredients to success are proudly brought to you by Utica Beats Company. And it's a Utica thing. And (laughs) Johnny said, I keep telling her she has to keep carrying on crayon. Crayon. So, it's just... Aaron has a thing with how you say, you can't say crayon. You have to say crayon. Crayon, like carry on Johnson, but crayon. She hates it. She hates it so much. I didn't know it could ever buy. See, but that's the little things that bother people. Like I don't like spider pig. I don't like the fact that there's a version of Spider-Man somewhere in the universe where a pig is talking and it's Spider-Man. I don't like spider pig. I don't get it. I'm very upset by it. I want to talk to the creators of it and I want to know why, but I don't know if it's ever going to help me sleep at night, but I need to know why because it bothers me. It's funny. I had some stuff going on in my life and my buddy goes to me and goes, what's the thing that bothers you the most right now? And we were talking about totally other stuff. He goes, what bothers you the most right now? I went, spider pig. He started to laugh and I go, spider pig. Above everything else, why would somebody approve that? Why is that okay? Why? Why? I can roll with Miles Morales and Peter Parker and Ben Riley and so on and so forth. Different Spider-Men of the Spider-Gwen, love Spider-Gwen. But Spider-Pig? No. Okay? Unless I can cook up Spider-Pig. I'm sorry. Peta's going to be mad. Don't be mad at me, PETA. Just listen. It's a fictional cartoon, whatever, but people are touchy these days. If I could eat Spider-Pig as bacon and I could become Spider-Man. So I could eat bacon, which I love, and have the powers of Spider-Man, which I've wanted forever. If I could become Spider-Man by eating bacon, oh my gosh, that's like, that's the win-win-win-win-win-win. So let's make it happen. Let's make a story where Dan Tatora gets to become Spider-Man by eating bacon. That's all I need. Let's make it happen. So with that being said, let's get into the ingredients of success. Probably brought to you by Utica Pizza Company and It's a Utica Thing. Oh, God. It's so crazy. It's all good. Utica Pizza Company and It's a Utica Thing. I've been holding out on saying this. I've been hoping and hoping and wishing and praying. And it's finally come to fruition because these 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 people work so hard Charlie DiGristina, Phil Russo, you both know that I, I, I love you. I love you both like family. and You are family. I don't like saying like family. You're family. So, Charlie, you know I got tremendous love for you. Phil, you know that. Uh, Phil and I have been like brothers. So, it's just been – Charlie's amazing. Phil's amazing. They work so, so hard. They got Charlie's Pizza out in Utica. They come here. They bring Utica Pizza here to 628 South Main Street in North Syracuse, New York. Then they put one in Whitesboro recently. They got a food truck. They get another food truck. They're doing all these events. Then they do the It's a Utica thing sauces. They got all the riggy sauces, the roasted garlic. They have the uh, piggy riggy, the chicken riggy, the veggie riggy. They put all that together. Then they have the marinara sauce, the marinade. They put that out there in the stores. Then they have the famous tomato pie that they put out in the stores. Then they're dressing, and then their pepper, and they go to Spira's and Nichols and Price Chopper and Beacon Skiff and Stewart Shops and all over the state of New York. And then they made the announcement over the weekend that Utica Pizza Company, it's a Utica thing, is available for purchase at Wegmans. And I am a Wegmans boy and I worked at Wegmans, and I eat at Wegmans all the time, and I go to Wegmans all the time, and and, and people in my life, you know who you are, know that I was at Wegmans uh, like two days ago, so, and I need to go back to Wegmans because I have to get stuff for Thanksgiving, so my mom was like, did you get a turkey yet, and I was like, mm, nope, do I need to get a turkey, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm not kidding, I didn't get a turkey, my dad got it, my dad's like, I'll go get the turkey, I was like, Big ups to you, dad. Because I was traveling yesterday, and I'm like, yes, go get a turkey pop. Thank you. So, yeah, ingredients to success makes total sense to be brought to you by Utica Beets Company. It's a Utica thing. Because I love working with businesses that are led by great people that are constantly progressing and going and wanting more. Not in a bad way, but in a positive way. Johnny said, which Wegmans? Just go to Wegmans. They're being carried at Wegmans. Go to Wegmans, Johnny, and see the love get a feel for the Utica Beats Company. It's Utica thing in Wegmans. Famous tomato pie available in Wegmans. Love it. I'm so excited. I have two of them in my, in my freezer. And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to eat them because then I won't have them, but then I don't want to stare at them forever and leave them in my freezer. Did you ever do that before? You got like a little bit of cereal left and it's your favorite cereal. So you're like, I don't want to eat it, but I don't want it to get stale. So you're in this like hostage crisis of Do I eat it or do I leave it there because I want to eat it, but I don't want to have none of it left? And then there's always someone that's like, you could just buy more. And it's like, yeah, you could just buy more. But this, I want this box to last forever. So that's that's how I am with the famous tomato pie. I'm like, "Mm, I could eat it today. but Then I won't have it in the freezer, but I should eat it because I bought it. Well, because I have it, so, you know. It's so good, and it makes perfect sense, like I said, to have the ingredients to success brought to you by Utica Beats Company, and it's a Utica thing, because these men don't stop. These these workers, these, these men, women, everybody that's involved with Utica Beats Company, it's a Utica thing. Nobody stops. Everybody keeps going. They, they keep fighting. They keep they appreciate what they have, and they continue to push the envelope and progress and get better and get stronger and, and just do amazing things. In the time that I have worked with them, in the last two, to what, two, three years that Utica Pete's company and It's a Utica thing have worked with me and I with them, they have added a food truck. They have... Printed out the labels for their bottles. They jarred their sauces. They got the recipes right. They made the famous tomato pie. They started putting them in stores. They went in stores all over the state of New York. They, I mean, they have consistently grown. And that's what I like to see. I like to work with companies that are getting bigger and better. And and you can see them all on wakeupcalldt.com. I feel so proud to call this my team, my unit, my people, and... You know, when I talk about that, I'm talking about Carvel DeWitt, Chick fil A Cicero, Fanhands.com, Penn and Trophy Center, True By Hilton Camillus in Township 5, Press Room Pub, K9 Campground Dog Boarding and K9 Doggy Daycare, Utica Pizza Company, It's a Utica thing, The Wildcat Sports Pub, Dry Sig Apparel, Dry Sig Lady, D R E I S S I G, Honda City of Liverpool, The Syracuse Stallions, Lawrence Papaleo, Licensed Real Estate Salesperson of Gilbo Realty. to buy or sell your home, buy or sell commercial property or land or invest. 315-748-2524. There's never a bad time to give them a call. So, But really though, all these people are growing. Every single company I work with is getting better. That's the type of people I like to work with. The people that that are not going to ever say die, that are always going to push the envelope, that are always going to get after it and want to enjoy the success that they have and then have more success. So the ingredients to success make perfect sense to come from my team, and it makes perfect sense to come from Utica Beats Company, and it's a Utica thing. So my ingredients to success for a successful Thanksgiving, right? We're going to holiday this one it up because I love Turkey Day. So here's your ingredients to success. For this Thanksgiving. For Thursday, November 22nd, 2018. My ingredients to success for you for Thanksgiving this year are. When I make my turkey. I put the bag around it. I don't know if everybody does this. But I put the cooking bag. Put a little bit of flour in there. You season up the turkey. right? You treat it nice. Put some butter on the turkey. Or I can't believe it's not butter. Or whatever. Smart. Balance butter, that's the one I use. It's good stuff. Healthy, because I don't like butter, but I, like, but I got to put something on it, make the seasoning stick and whatnot, and I really like Smart Balance. So you put Smart Balance on there, healthy butter, rub the turkey, put the seasoning on it, put it in the bag. The bag keeps everything in, keeps the flavor in, keeps it from drying out. Really, really good. Cut a few slits in it. That's an ingredient to success for your turkey day. Another ingredient to success is have my dad give you the recipe that he has for stuffing because it's tremendous. It is so, so good. Stuff it into the turkey, comes out, cut it up, amazing. We cut it into little circles, so good. Sweet potatoes, here's a trick. Don't tell anybody I told you this, but here's a trick. If you want your sweet potatoes to be soft and delectable, if you, because your sweet potatoes, they come out hard, right? You put them in, they come out hard. You got them in there for two hours. You're like, they're drying out, but they're still hard. I did this as a trick. I taught myself how to do this. I couldn't remember. I don't know why I did this. I just did it. So I make my sweet potatoes in memory of my grandmother. Shout out to my grandmother who got to have them for years before she went back up to heaven. And I love you. And I miss you like crazy, G-Mama. And you're my life. And you mean the world to me. And I just pray that you guide me right now and always. And my mom and, and all of us. Aunt Donna, Nico, Miguel, all of us. So, my dad, everybody. So when I make my sweet potatoes, you know, I take all the skin off, obviously, cut them up in a, in, in, not into tiny pieces. I make bigger ones. And then I poke it with a fork. I poke every single part of the sweet potato with the fork, front, back, side, whatever does it. Because when you poke the holes in the sweet potato, it allows the juices to go in. It helps them that when they cook, they get soft. It's a little trick that always works. And if you don't do it, then they don't come out any, you're just not going to be happy. So if you've been a sweet potato maker that can't figure out why it doesn't work, do that. Poke the holes with the fork and then cook them inside of the oven. That's an ingredient to success for Turkey Day. I told you one of my secrets. cheaper Christmas. Broccoli casserole. Very easy to make. I make it with broccoli, I make it with cheese, and I make it with breadcrumbs. Very simple, very good, very awesome. Crisp it up a little bit. Do it. Pumpkin pie. Got to be at the table. It's got to be there. Okay? Because people might tell you they don't like it and they don't this and they don't that. But on Turkey Day, people will be eating some pumpkin pie. So get yourself some pumpkin pie. Another ingredient to success. Have a game on television that actually freaking matters. And thank goodness that the Washington Redskins are 6-4 and four and the Cowboys are 5-5 five and five so that this can actually be a game for the leader of the NFC East division. So this game has implications. Yay, finally there's implications to a Thanksgiving game and the Lions are gonna be playing on Thanksgiving as well. Johnny's like, I know. So there's gonna be a good game coming up on Turkey Day and I want to uh, I want to jump to that week 12 of the NFL. make sure you set your lineup for fantasy football. That's another ingredient to success. Don't forget. The Lions are four in six. They have to win. The Bears are in first place of their division. The Bears are 7-3. and three. It's going to be one hell of a game. I'm excited because I get to watch the Bears, and they're so much better than they have been, and I hope the Lions can give them a fight. The Skins and the Cowboys fight for the top of the NFC East, and then the Rotator game every year, 8.20 p.m. Eastern time. Falcons and Saints. How is, how is watching Drew Brees not one of the most tremendous Thanksgiving gifts? So those are ingredients to success. That all three games on Thanksgiving – Actually, have meaning, actually have substance, actually are going to be fun, I hope. So, on paper, it looks like we have our best trio of Thanksgiving games for the first time in, I don't know, maybe a decade. So, good stuff with that. Another ingredient to success for Thanksgiving have your friends over, okay? My parents are going to be here for Thanksgiving. I'm making Turkey Day, I'm making it happen. It's my fifth year making the bird. I'm excited. So, it's going to be awesome, it's going to be a whole lot of fun here's the thing. My friends obviously have their families and, you know, and they have their kids and their wives and their husbands and whatnot. So they have things that they have to do, but invite them over after. Okay. There's nothing wrong with Friendsgiving. I was about to have a Thanksgiving this year with people I really didn't want to have Thanksgiving with. And so I was like, well, I want to invite over my friends. So, you know, I have the Thanksgiving I want outside of the Thanksgiving that I'm being forced to have. Well, now I don't have to do that. So now I'm having the Thanksgiving that I want 100%. But I invited my friends over. And I hope that they come over. Invite your friends. Tell them, even if it's just for an hour, even if it's for leftovers, even if it's to watch a game, to throw the football in the backyard, whatever it is, invite your friends over. Worst thing that they can say is that they have plans and they can't do it. But in actuality and in reality... I only want to spend time with people that love me, that I love them, that are good to me and I'm good to them, that are not stressful and that are not trying to bring me down. Why would anybody want to stay around people that are negative and toxic? So surround yourself with good people and tell your friends to come to your house. Don't feel like the holidays are the days that you're forced to be around people that you can't stand. Be around the people that you love, love them up like crazy, focus on them. When I was at a table and I didn't necessarily want to talk to everybody at the table, I focused on my grandma. I focused on the people that matter to me. I gave it up to them and I love them and I gave it all I could. I want to look at a table of a bunch of people who appreciate me. I appreciate them. We love each other. We love God. We're working hard. We're giving our best. I want to be around good people. So don't do the holidays that you have to do. Do the holidays that you want to do. And that doesn't mean be mean to anybody. It means spend your time that God has given you wisely. And stop thinking that you're going to have an endless amount of that time. Spend it the best that you can spend it. Because every moment counts. And the moments today can affect your moments tomorrow. So do what I'm doing. And be around the people that you love. Have fun with the people that you love. Give it up to the people that you love. And that's just what it's about. So surround yourself with good people Love those people. And don't be afraid to have Thanksgiving with three people or 25 people. So, my friends, you're all still invited. You know that. I love you all. I hope to see you there. Mom and dad, can't wait. Lily, can't wait. What else do I want to say about ingredients to success for Turkey Day? Enjoy the process. Because of the Thanksgiving meal that gets put on the table. I make the broccoli casserole, the sweet potatoes, the pumpkin pie, the stuffing, and the turkey. I love the process. I love every little bit of the process. I become one with the turkey. I talk to the turkey. I got to make her feel safe and appreciated because we're going to get to know each other. So, But be good to the process. Appreciate the process. Just like in life, you can't get to that meal that looks amazing without going through the process, getting up at five o'clock in the morning and, and getting that bird ready. I love the process. I appreciate the process. So love the process. Welcome the process. And understand that every good thing that comes in life is built. It doesn't just come fully assembled. Somebody had to build it at some point. Even if it comes fully assembled, someone had to build it originally. So just remember that and love the process and all of that. Outside of that, just don't just be thankful on Thanksgiving for the great things that God has blessed you with. Be thankful every day. So just remember that. Be thankful every single day for what you have. So definitely be thankful on Thanksgiving and then remind yourself on Thanksgiving that you need to wake up every single day and be thankful. So don't just use the holidays. Use the holiday as a reminder, but don't make the holiday the only time that that you say thank you. And with that being said, Thank you to you for listening in. Thank you to all of my wonderful partners that you can see on WakeUpCallDT.com. Check them out. Go to their stores. Go to their places of establishment. Go online. And I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. These are really good, hardworking people who give their best and want it to be right the first time every time. That's why I work with them. That's why I appreciate them. That's why I love them. So work with them and give them your best. Game's coming up with the Syracuse Stallions. Their next home game is December 1st. Syracuse, or pardon me, their next game is December 1st, Syracuse at Elmira at 6 p.m., and then the next day on December 2nd, Binghamton comes to Syracuse at 6, and in December they have three home games. Binghamton at Syracuse on December 2nd, Scranton at Syracuse on December 8th, and Baltimore Hawks at Syracuse on December 22nd, and they'll also be at Binghamton on the 15th, which is my G-Mama's birthday. So plenty of games coming up. The Syracuse Stallions are 5-0 and in the East region. They're 5-0 and overall, and they are in the top three ranked in the nation out of 143 national ABA teams. So first year inaugural season, and the Syracuse Stallions are ranked number three in the nation of 143 ABA teams in their inaugural season. Get out to Manly's Pebble Hill and watch them play some games. And you can get your tickets by going to SyracuseStallions.com. That's SyracuseStallions.com. Wake Up Call dance, star. we will be with you tomorrow. You'll hear from the entire American Athletic Conference, the whole conference, all 12 coaches in the final AAC teleconference of the season with all the coaches. You'll hear from each and every single one of them. This Wednesday, November 21st, you will also hear from Tim Lester, former offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, who is responsible for recruiting and bringing in Eric Dungy. You will hear from him as he is the Western Michigan Broncos head coach. So it's funny, we had a Bronco on today with Jamarco Thomas of the Denver Broncos, who has a connection to Syracuse, and we'll have a Bronco tomorrow with Western Michigan Broncos head coach. Tim Lester, who has a connection to Syracuse. So, little Bronco week going on right now. So, Tim Lester will be with us, and you'll also hear from the entire American Athletic Conference and so much more on tomorrow's broadcast. Come out and see me tonight right after the Dino Babers show. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m., we're doing Trivia Tuesdays at the Press Room Pub. We just started it this month. And we will be with you every month moving forward here as we head through the winter and into the spring and so on and so forth. I know. So make sure you come out and see us at the Press Room Pub 220 Harold Place in Syracuse, New York, right in downtown. There is a massive parking lot. Parking is free to come to the Press Room Pub. I believe there's 400 spaces. So make sure you come out to the Press Room Pub and hang out with us every Tuesday at 7 p.m. This Tuesday, we're at 8 p.m. because the Dino Babers show got moved because of the holiday. So Dino is 7 to 8. I am 8 to 10. So come out and see me tonight at the Press Room Pub right after Dino Babers. He's on one side. I'll be on the other. So stick around if you're going to see Dino play some trivia or come in at 8 o'clock and play some trivia. Can't wait to see you out at the Press Room Pub every Tuesday at 7 p.m., 220 Harold Place at the Press Room Pub in Syracuse. This week of Thanksgiving, we are at 8 p.m., so make that note. Every week is 7, this week is 8 because of the holiday. We will see you right after the Dino Baber Show at 8 p.m. at the Press Room Pub for some live trivia. Got some cool questions, some Dino questions, and questions are always on sports, music, movies, geography, history, a little bit of everything. We like to make it fun for everybody, and we like to involve everyone's expertise in the grand scheme of things. So come and hang out with us tonight at the Press Room Pub and every Tuesday night for live trivia. And I want to uh, really quickly here jump into our final fast break, and we'll be back in just a moment.
0: This is a wake-up call fast break.
1: Having peace of mind when you're out of town that your furry-loving friend is safe and sound means taking them to canine campground, because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? (laughs) So, take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York, and see Canine Campground and where your dog will be staying in the classic cabin, the executive cabin, the grand cabin, or of course, the luxury cabin. Because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. Now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call Canine Campground at 315 299 4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop off and pick up times are Monday through Sunday. Check k9campground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K.com. K9campground.com.
5: When you're going out of town, bring your dog to K9campground.
1: Consistency is, well, consistently hard to find unless you head to 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, the home of the Penn and Trophy Center who has been serving us Central and Upstate New Yorkers as well as beyond for decades. The Penn and Trophy Center on 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York gives you an amazing and unique way to customize a memory today. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. Be it an Employee of the Month award, a sports award, something for your business, engraving for your family, your loved ones, anniversaries, birthday parties, and so much more, including remembering somebody who served in the military. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. The definition of consistency is Pen and Trophy. Browse their products on penandtrophy.com. That's penandtrophy.com and call them for more information at 315-422-8797. That's
0: 315-422-8797. The
1: Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York is located on 3680 Milton Avenue. 315- 487 for the Wildcat Family-Friendly Sports Pub and Restaurant.
5: Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature Top It breakfast bar with over 30 different toppings to personalize the most important meal of the day, all complimentary with your stay. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price.
1: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcall DT. Want to get a quick note in here. Tomorrow's broadcast will also feature the Fantasy Football Power Hour. We usually do it on Thursdays, but obviously we're off for Thanksgiving. So make sure you tune in tomorrow's show. You'll hear every coach from the American Athletic Conference. You will also hear from Tim Lester. And you will hear Mike Sofka of Hall of Fame FantasyFootball.com and myself, Dan Satora, with the Fantasy Football Power Hour, getting you ready for the trio of Thursday games, Turkey Day games, Chicago at Detroit, Dallas at Washington, as well as, or no, sorry, Washington at Dallas, and then the Falcons at the Saints. We'll get you ready for all those. And all the other games to follow that. So excited. We're going to have a lot of fun. So Fantasy Football Power Hour proudly brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub and the Penn and Trophy Center. So make sure that you get in touch with us tomorrow. Follow us right here to wakeupcalldt.com and mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Twitter at calldt. Facebook at wakeupcalldt. Instagram at wakeupcall YouTube.com backslash wakeupcalldt. And for over a 1,000 shows in the archive, Go to wakeupcalldt.com, click on the RSS feed, the iTunes podcast, Podbean podcast, and TuneIn Radio. We're also on Player FM, we're on YouTube, and so much more. And we're in the MixLR archive as well on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. So have yourselves a great Tuesday. God bless to each and every single one of you. We're getting closer to Turkey Day, and I'm really excited about it. Very excited to have the show with you tomorrow. And I can't wait to see you tonight after the Dino Baber show at 8 p.m. for Live trivia. At the Press Room Pub, 220 Harold Place in Syracuse, New York. God bless you, and we'll see you soon.